LeeTDickey.com. Welcome to Lee Dickey TV. Hit subscribe to follow along with the fun. Now let's get on to today's video. My thoughts on Tokyo 2020, the Olympic Games. I give them to you next. All right, so the Tokyo 2020 Summer Olympic Games, even though they took place obviously in 2021 because of global circumstances. Now, the games haven't ended. I'm recording this on August 3rd, maybe, yeah, August 3rd. So the games end on August 8th, which is this weekend. And obviously I can't give you my thoughts on the full gamut of the two weeks of the Olympic Games because they're not over. But the majority of the, the Olympic Games are over and I want to give you my thoughts on basically what I think of the events and what I've seen and what's impressed me. Maybe, you know, how I think the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, can improve on things even though they probably won't take any suggestions, but I'm gonna give it my best shot. First and foremost, I live and am from Canada. So the coverage here, it was pretty well covered. Like all the major sort of sports and news networks were covering the Olympics. You had Roger Sportsnet, you had TSN, and you had the CBC or had have, I mean, the games are still going on as I'm recording this. But all three major sports networks covered and or are covering the Olympic Games because there's just so much to cover. So you're going to get all sorts of events spread out across the three networks. I think this is one of the only times that the three networks will ever work together. I'm, you know, it's just kind of strange to not have like the Olympic Games covered by three major networks whether it's in Canada or anywhere else. Like I know NBC is covering the Olympics mainly in the US. Now I'm not sure about any other country, but uh, I can't think of many other times, and I've worked in television, radio, broadcasting media, where like a major network, like all the three, some of the major networks in a country have worked together to cover an event, you know, anything like the size of the Olympics. But still, I think it's cool that all three networks came together. So you have the CBC, you have Roger Sportsnet, and you have uh, TSN. So the events were spread out across the three networks. And because of the time difference, I think it's something like 13 or 14 hours. You know, it's been, I mean, I've been to Tokyo a couple times, but it's been well over like 10 to 15 years, some, something like that. And um, I forget what the time difference is. I think it's like 13 or 14 hours. But, uh, and they're ahead of us. So, you know, today is, to me, today here is tomorrow there. And it's just kind of like, it's just all over the place, right? Because it's international borders and international time zones and what have you. I don't even know how many time zones that is, to be fair. But the coverage was pretty well widespread. It's across the three major networks. And it was televised and sort of commentated on very very well so in terms of medal count last time i checked at the time of recording anyway uh, canada had like 14 medals and i think the majority of them are bronze so i think it's like seven bronze three or four silver and like three or four gold something like that i mean i don't have them on hand right now but last time i checked they had like 14 medals 
and I guess we're 16th place in the standings. But even then, I mean, I'm proud of the Canadian athletes that they sent over. We have a, I think it was a bronze in judo, which is cool. I mean, like I took martial arts as a kid and in my teen years, uh, mainly karate, but like I'm always gonna be a fan of things like martial arts, like judo, taekwondo, karate, arnis, it really anything that has to do with sort of martial arts, I will be a fan of. So the fact that we have, a, there's a bronze in judo, that's really cool. I think a lot of them came from swimming, whether it was like the relays or the individual uh, medleys or what have you. And um, I think one came from rowing, as far as I can tell. But, you know, Canada had 14 medals. It's a good showing. I mean, the fact that they had any podium finishes to me, even if they, we finished the games with one medal, doesn't matter if we're favorited in the event. To me, if we have a podium finish, that's cool, that's great. But as a fan of the Olympics, whether they're summer or winter, um, I'm just there to watch the athletes do their thing. As a fan, like as a viewer, I'm just there to watch the athletes kind of do their thing. I mean, I am a fan of any sort of like international competition. So I love the Olympics. They come around every four years. Granted, they couldn't happen last year because of global situations and circumstances and what have you. Should they have gone ahead this year? I can't say that for sure. I mean, I have an opinion on that. I'm just not gonna share it on camera, but it's, you know, it was the call that was made and they happened. And to be fair, like they seem to be going really well, whether or not like the Canadians finish on the podium or not. The fact that we have so many athletes there and they're doing their best. It's just, it's awesome to see like, one of my favorite events, and I'm glad it was finally included in the Summer Olympics this year, and I hope it is uh, continually included going forward, is or was the skateboarding. You know, whether it was the men's or the women's side of things. I just thought, like, I've always been a fan of sort of like the extreme sports. There's snowboarding, um, motocross. Like, it's just, I like anything that's a bit unconventional that you wouldn't see in your everyday Right, so skateboarding was something that you didn't necessarily see in your everyday. I remember the first time that I actually got on a skateboard, I was like 11 years old. I nearly tore my thigh completely off its bone. Um, and I haven't been on a skateboard since, and that was more than 20 years ago. But I just, for some reason, like, I fell in love with it, or like, I really enjoyed watching it, right? You had people like Nigel Houston back then, Paul Rodriguez. Like, Nigel Houston was just getting started on the sort of in the street league and sort of as a pro. Then you had like Paul Rodriguez and people like that, of course, like everybody knows who Rob Deerdeck is, Tony Hawk. It just, it, you know, like it was just, it's one of my favorite events. And there were a couple Canadian skaters. Uh, I'm not sure if any Canadian women skaters went this time around. I really couldn't, I can't remember and I really couldn't tell you offhand. But that's one of my favorite events to see in uh, Tokyo this year. And I hope it's continually included going forward I've seen a lot of the volleyball too because those are covered on uh the major networks whether it's cbc up here tsn or uh sportsnet so i've seen a lot of volleyball whether it's the beach volleyball or like the indoor volleyball like the five on five or whatever it is like the team volleyball basically with like five or ten people on a court something like that and i'm really enjoying it like i played a bit in elementary didn't necessarily like i'm not I'm not an athlete, but like the sports that I did play, even though maybe even sparingly when I was growing up, I still like enjoy watching. So like the volleyball, like that's covered on CBC 
pretty much year round. And a lot of say like these international sports that you don't really hear of, the CBC will cover a lot of it, whether it's like skiing in the winter, snowboarding or volleyball in the summer months or anything that like isn't sort of like their traditional football, baseball, basketball or whatever. Right. So volleyball, because I played a bit in elementary, I've always enjoyed watching it. I've, I've enjoyed playing it. I haven't played it in a long, long time, but I've, I have seen a lot of the beach volleyball. The Canadian women, like the pairs, they seem to do well. And I've seen a lot of the team volleyball with both the men and the women. So and of course, like the women seem to do better than the men do. Not that I'm trying to make this about men versus women, but you get the idea, like the women athletes just seem to do better at these games than the men do because they're the ones that end up on the podium more than anything. At least that's what you see going around um, this time around in, in Tokyo. So I don't know, man, what can I say? Like, they're just playing their best. They're doing their best. I mean, I've seen a lot of the volleyball. Uh, I've seen a lot of the golf, just bits and pieces here and there, you know, and because they cover that sparingly a little bit so and i played golf when i was in high school because my high school had a golf team played a little bit and i've continued to play a little bit to this day so you know i'm gonna be impartial to golf i actually enjoy watching it you know year round so getting to watch it in the olympics kind of cool you know that's for me and getting to watch the martial arts like the judo and stuff again impartial to that because i took lessons when i was a, a child and into my teen years I actually meddled a little bit too so, you know, there was the martial arts thing, there was swimming, I did a little bit in high school as well. So, yeah, I'm also going to be impartial to that, like you have Penny Alexiak, uh, is it Maggie McNeil, I think, or Maggie McNeil, pardon me. But I know that uh, the Canadian, the women, they won the silver, I think it was in the relay, and then there were a couple, one or two individual medals in that. So it was cool to see that, like I'm just... I'm happy that we have put out the athletes that are there and that they represent the country as well as they can and they're doing the best that they can. Of course, you have people like Andre de Grasse and then Canada has its, its women's soccer team, which always does really well anyway. Um, I don't think they've ever had a bad showing in international competition, but you know, getting to see things like skateboarding or um, the, they have the three-on-three basketball which is, if you want to compare it to anything, check out the Big Three, which is like Ice Cube's Basketball League. I think they have a uh, broadcasting partnership with CBS, or I'm sure you can check it out on like YouTube and things like that. But basically, it's three on three. You're playing a half court, and you have to clear everything after a single point, or after a clear, like after a rebound past the three-point line, and you're only playing with one net. And of course, it's like you got six people on the court, right? You have three on one team and you have three on the other. And that's cool just to see that. Um, I'm not sure they have like the Olympic wrestling going around. Even though I haven't seen much of it or any of it at all, really. But uh, I know that like back in, I think, Sydney, I can't even remember the man's name. But I think everybody was clamoring for one guy back in about 2000. And I honestly can't remember the guy's name. But uh, I think he meddled back then. But after that, I don't think anybody um, kind of meddled in wrestling in the Olympics after that, at least for Canada anyway. So I think there is that. I haven't really seen much of it. I've seen a lot of the, the rowing, the kayaking, sailing was another one. And just a lot of 
events that they do cover and there might even be a little too much like jokingly i was talking with a friend i'm like so what do they have equestrian and he's like yeah they do and i saw a highlight of that one morning and it was just like wow all right they do but it's a lot they're on to the track and field stuff so the javelin and shot put throws and then you know your 100 meter dash or whatever it is you people like andre de grasse and the various sprinters and runners from other countries which you know it's cool of course you have the synchronized diving which again i actually enjoy that because like you know synchronized diving and they're all like all these athletes are incredibly talented right but uh you know what can i say it's a good showing for international competition it's a good showing for every country around the world and you know people end up on the podium what can i say like you have athletes from canada the u.s china japan obviously like everybody for the most part i think is ending up on the podium like every i don't know whether every country has a medalist but like the fact that so many countries send athletes and these athletes train so hard for this international competition, it's, it's just cool to see them take part in it. I mean, should the Olympics have gone ahead? I can't say that for sure, okay? And I'm not going to share my opinion on camera. But it's just one of these things, like it's the Olympics, they come around every four years, albeit it's been five years since the ones in Rio, because they were in 2016. Uh, but that was because of uh, global situations that nobody could have controlled. So, you know, to get them to go ahead and to get them to have as many athletes show up and as many sort of events that happen, you know, and to have these athletes do so well, you can't really ask for anything more than that, right? Like, it just, it's been a fun Olympic games to watch. Like I said, I've seen a lot of the volleyball, some of the martial arts, like the judo, a lot of the sailing, uh, a lot of the skateboarding. And I think they're wrapping it up tonight. So I'm, you know, probably going to catch a replay in the morning because of the time difference. But, you know, getting to see that, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like you got the track and field, like the javelin throws, the shot put, the sprinting, the 100 meter dash, and like the relays and stuff like that. Same thing with the swimming. And, you know, I'm just happy that, like, the Olympics exist and that they come around every four to five years. So, like, honestly, I've enjoyed watching the Olympics this year. And, you know, I can't wait till the next ones, I think, either in 2020. I, I think the next ones are in 2024, because if they or if you're going by 2020, granted, they didn't happen last year because. But, you know, I think if you're following that timeline, so 2020, the next ones would take place in 2024. I'm not sure where the next ones would take place. Uh, I'm not even sure those have been announced. They may have been, but they, you know, I'm looking forward to the next Summer Olympics. I know the Winter Olympics are supposed to take place, I think, is it, it's next year. Um, and I think I, those are in Tokyo as well. I could be wrong, I'm not sure. But, you know, any sort of international Olympic competition, I'm on board with. So I'm just happy that they went forward. And I'm happy that the athletes got a chance to compete. So there they are, my thoughts on the Tokyo Olympics. Let me know what you guys think. Post it down in the comments below. Of course, this will be available as an episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. So please do go subscribe. Link in the description for you all. But thank you again for tuning in to another video. I have been Lee Dickey. This wraps up another video on Lee Dickey TV. What do you think of the Tokyo Olympics? Let me know down in the comments below. How is your country doing? Where you are from? 
in the Olympics. What is the medal standing? What do they look like for you? What is your favorite event? Let me know all that down in the comments below. Thanks again for watching. I have been Lee Dickey. This wraps up another video on Lee Dickey TV, the YouTube channel. And if you're listening to the audio form, an episode of the Beats and Space podcast, please do comment, like, share, and subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast app and a player of choice. But I have been Lee Dickey. This wraps it up. Thanks again for watching. Please do take care, and we will talk to you later. All right, Lee Dickey signing off. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Lee Dickey TV. New episodes are available every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to follow along with the fun. LeeTDickey.com